Many people are using the FaithFi app to help provide the wisdom, community, and money management to stay on track, financially speaking. To date, over 37,000 members are using its digital envelope system, participating in our community forums, and engaging in virtual workshops. And one of the most convenient features is the ability to keep all your accounts in one place for an easy-at-a-glance view. You can choose from one of three options depending on your management style, and it's available on desktop or mobile. Go to faithfi.com and click App to get started. Credit card debt fell sharply during the COVID shutdowns. Unfortunately, it's becoming a big problem again. Hi, I'm Rob West. Folks cut spending and used stimulus money to pay down credit card debt during the pandemic. But what a difference a year makes. I'll talk about it with Neely Simon today and how you can get help with your credit card debt. Then it's on to your calls at 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is Faith and Finance, biblical wisdom for your financial decisions. Well, Neely Simon is our guest today. She's a certified credit counselor with Christian Credit Counselors, an underwriter of this program, and it's always great to have her with us. Neely, welcome back. Thank you very much for having me on the show, Rob. It's great to be here. Well, we love it when you stop by. This is such an important topic, and with interest rates rising now more than ever. And uh, Neely, as you know, one of the few positive outcomes of the COVID crisis was that people paid down credit card debt. But I guess you're here to report that that was short-lived, huh? That's right. And in fact, the bank rate survey stated that 46% of cardholders now carry a balance, up from 39% in 2021. The reality is, is that many of us are using credit cards to make ends meet. And unfortunately, with inflation continuing to grow for the foreseeable future and interest rates being an average of 20% or more, which is the highest they have been in the last 25 years, we are starting to feel the squeeze on our finances. But the good news is most people with debt are now actively strategizing ways to pay off their debt. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Of course, we're seeing sharp increases in home foreclosures up 115% in 2022. Also, delinquent auto loans now up more than 25%. Uh, But credit card debt, Neely, is one area where folks can make real progress and relatively quickly. So tell us about that. Yes. So if you're struggling to make progress or have fallen behind or just want to seek some options to help with your credit card situation, I would encourage you to explore credit counseling. At Christian Credit Counselors, we offer a debt management plan. Now, it's not a consolidation loan or a settlement. It's a plan that offers you lower interest rates and lower payments, allowing you to pay off your debt about 80% faster while honoring your debt in full. All the terms have been pre-negotiated with the creditors, and our consultation is free. Mm, Yeah, that's really important. And the reason it's my preferred approach to get out of credit card debt is because it's not just a quick fix. My experience is that when you uh, use a program like Christian Credit Counselors, it's going to have a lasting effect. Is that what you've seen too, Neely? Yes, our program provides encouragement relief and enables clients to see the light at the end of the tunnel, knowing that they too can experience financial freedom while being a good steward of their resources God has given them. 
Mm, no doubt about it. You mentioned the Lord in that. Talk about why this is a biblical approach. So many of us Christians feel convicted when having debt. We understand that during these times, God is helping us to learn really important lessons and that he forgives us. He wants us to be right so that we can glorify him. Credit counseling is about paying your debt in full. And in the process, you get to experience the peace and freedom that God wants for all of us so that we can live generous lives. Mm. Neely, uh, they're going to have one fixed monthly payment. They're going to have lower interest rates. And the combination of those two is going to allow them to pay this on average 80% faster. Isn't that right? That's correct. So not only is more of your money going to pay down the principal, but we also apply the snowball method to our program. So the payment will remain the same throughout the program. When one account gets paid off, it'll get rolled into that other account, really expediting the payoff and getting people out of debt much sooner. Quickly, for someone who's listening and saying, I don't know if I can fit this payment into my budget, your team will actually work with them on their spending plan, right? That's correct. Our free consultation consists of working up a comparison estimate, outlining all the benefits and the fees. And then we also walk you through a budget, really helping you to understand your disposable income, offering opportunities to coach, and potentially the debt management plan being a good solution if they struggle with credit card debt. Incredible. Well, Neely, thanks for stopping by and encouraging our folks that there is a way out of credit card debt and a way that you can pay it in full and honor the Lord at the same time. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Neely Simon's been our guest today. She's a certified credit counselor with Christian Credit Counselors. You can get more information at christiancreditcounselors.org. Your calls are next, 800-525-7000. Stick around. Forty-five thousand. That's how many times Faith and Finance referred a listener to a certified kingdom advisor last year. And for good reason. These are trusted financial, legal, and accounting professionals who have completed a rigorous certification program to ensure biblically wise financial advice as part of their practice. You can find a local CKA professional in your area by going to faithfi.com and clicking on the Find a CKA button on the homepage. We're grateful for support from Eventide Investments on the Faith and Finance Program. Eventide's approach to values-based investing is grounded in the belief that humankind was created in the image of God with intrinsic dignity, value, and worth. Eventide calls this investing that makes the world rejoice. More information is available at eventideinvestments.com. That's eventideinvestments.com. Welcome back to Faith and Finance. I'm Rob West, your host, taking your calls and questions today on anything financial. 800-525-7000 is the number to call. That's 800-525-7000. You know, as we think about our financial lives, we can often get really stuck in the fact that there are so many decisions and choices to be made. Our financial lives seem complex, and yet we can simplify things. If you think about it, everything you spend money on as a steward of God's resources can be boiled down into really four categories. The money we live on, our lifestyle, the money we give, the money we owe for debt and taxes, and the money we grow. So live, give, owe, and grow. The Bible speaks to all of them, but here's what I've come to experience is that 
lifestyle category, the money that you live on, is really uh, one of the key areas that's so central to our financial success, and that is we've got to live within our means. It's our biggest area of expense, and it's really the biggest barrier to contentment and ultimately long-term financial security. And so we have to guard against our expenses continuing to rise because here's what I also have experienced over the years, that our level of spending will always rise to our level of income unless we protest to the contrary. We've got to say that as God continues to prosper me, I will figure out what enough is, and that margin gives me the ability then to pursue my goals that align with my values as a believer. Perhaps I want to be able to give increasingly, increase my giving over time. I want to be able to save for the future or eradicate debt or help a friend or a family member. Well, our ability to do that comes down to our margin in our financial lives. So guard yourself against your level of spending always rising to your level of income. Define enough for your lifestyle so that you have the ability to pursue those goals and dreams that really are central to who God has created you to be. I hope that's an encouragement to you. All right, we're going to take your phone calls today at 800-525-7000. We've got a few lines open. Charles standing by to receive your call today. We'll get you on the air quickly. Let's begin in Stewart, Florida. Hi, Ken. Go right ahead, sir. Hi, Rob. Thank you for taking the call this afternoon. My question is, during the COVID period of time, as a small business owner, I got behind on credit cards and uh, got so far behind that they actually wrote off the balance. I'd like to settle with a credit card company, and they're giving me two settlement options. One is a discounted, discounted amount, and they will give a settlement report to the credit bureaus, and the other one is a full pay option with a uh, clear, all clear uh, report. I don't know which is yeah. better. I, I want to pay off the debt, but which is the better report to the credit bureau? Yeah. Well, as it relates to your credit report, it would be better for it to be marked paid in full as opposed to settled in full. Uh, Settled in full acknowledges the fact that they were willing to settle it at a discount. Now, obviously, the damage has already been done on the credit report based on the charge-off, that R9, which is the revolving account, nine status means charge-off is, you know, already affecting you. But as that gets older, it's going to have a lesser effect on you over time. I think the key is that you get that balance down to zero. It would be slightly better for it to be paid in full versus settled in full. But the biggest idea here is that it it gets to zero and that's going to happen in both cases. So I think, uh, you know, if, if they're willing to take uh, a lesser amount uh, and you get that in writing ahead of time and then you follow up after confirmation of the payment to ensure that it is in fact acknowledged it, that it's at zero and your credit report is updated uh, and reflects that appropriately, then I would certainly be comfortable with that. And I think, you know, it's that's not going to harm you uh, much more than you've already been harmed by going through the charge-off process. Um, so I would be comfortable with that. But if you want to do it in the best way to improve your credit score the quickest, uh, paying it in full will have a slightly better outcome. Very good. I think that does it. Thank you very much. 
All right, Ken, glad you're getting on top of this, and thanks for checking in with us on the program today. 800-525-7000 is the number to call. We'd love to hear from you today so we can take your questions, find out what you're thinking about financially speaking, and help you uh, navigate that. Hey, before we go back to the phones, phone lines are filling up as we speak. Uh, A quick email. These come to us every day at askrob at faithfi.com, and this one comes to us from uh, Ella, and she writes, thank God I refinanced my 30-year fixed mortgage before the interest rates skyrocketed. The balance is about $100,000. What's the best way to pay it off faster? I can't make two payments per month, but I do have some extra that I could use. You probably know a lot of ways. Thanks for your advice in advance. And uh, Ella, I think uh, the idea here is to keep it simple. Uh, I would just take that extra money that you have, assuming you don't have high interest credit card debt, and I'm assuming you don't because you didn't mention that, and assuming you've already fully funded your emergency fund of at least three to six months expenses. If both of those are a yes, then I would say take that extra money, unless there's a short-term goal you're saving for, like a car replacement or a down payment uh, on a house, although you already have a home. Uh, and I would just send that as extra principal reduction. You're going to want to check with your mortgage servicer to find out how they would like you uh, to apply that. Do they want you to send a separate check? Usually you can send it in one and you just notate that it is principal reduction. You're probably going to want to follow up on that just to make sure it is not being put on the back end, but it's being applied directly to the principal. It should be. This is uh, pretty customary. But I think the key is, uh, you know, if you can just do that systematically and send that extra amount, you know, let's say that results in six extra payments a year. Uh, that's going to dramatically uh, reduce uh, the overall payback and the amount of dollars you spend toward interest over the life of the loan. So, Delighted to hear you're uh, getting ahead on this, Ella, and uh, you'll thank yourself when you get that mortgage paid off. I can promise you that. Uh, to Youngstown, Ohio, Kevin, thanks for your call, sir. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Um, I was interested in the the, the idea of um, should you to we pay off our house now and um, or um, put uh, a, a large amount in a CD. And uh, and I spoke to uh, my CPA. He said I may I may lose the housing allowance if we paid it off now. And uh, so I'm kind of torn between that that question right there. Okay, so you get a housing allowance. Are you uh, on staff at a church? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. all right. And uh, give me a just a quick overview. What is your age, and how uh, how much have you saved toward retirement? Um, uh, sixty. Okay. And um, uh, and uh, probably about a, a hundred plus toward retirement. Okay. And are you uh, fun, putting additional money in toward retirement every month out of your current pay? Right. Yes, sir. Okay. And what do you owe on the house? Uh, One thirty. Okay. And could you pay it off all the way if with the amount that you're receiving? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I think the key here is obviously this housing allowance is a part of your compensation package. So uh, you don't want to lose that. And clearly, if if they're only going to provide that so long as there's a mortgage on it, um, have you verified that that is, in fact, the case? Right. Yes. Okay. So I think that's up to you. I mean, if you feel like you have a conviction that you need to, if you have the ability to go ahead and pay it off, I would. Um, if Are you planning to work for a good bit longer? Oh, 
yo, yes, yes, sir. Yes, at least, at least another okay. decade. Okay. So if it were me, I'd probably try to time the payoff of the house with your retirement and let's get that money invested for you since, you know, you've got a good start, but you still got a good ways to go. So I'd take advantage of this next decade while the market's down. Let's get this money invested and working for you and then keep paying all that mortgage, perhaps accelerating it as you're able to and get it paid off by the time you retire. Thanks for calling. We'll be right back. Stay with us. If you enjoy this radio program, you're going to love all of the many different resources waiting for you at faithfi.com. You'll find more powerful wisdom, podcasts, articles, videos, and more from partners like the National Christian Foundation, Sound Mind Investing, and Christian Healthcare Ministries. Connect with the community of thousands of Christians striving to be good and faithful stewards and check out all of the free biblical financial advice at faithfi.com. Hey, Greg, I need some advice. Oh, what's up? I'm really struggling with finding ways to cut back. With costs going up, especially in healthcare, what do you guys do? Oh, uh, we use CHM, Christian Healthcare Ministries. It's a health cost sharing ministry that's been sharing members' eligible medical bills for over 40 years. Sure helped us stick to our budget. Hmm. Uh, here's the website chministries.org. C-A-C-H-Ministries.org. Hey, thanks for joining us today on Faith and Finance. Check out our brand new website at faithfi.com. That's faithfi.com. You can check out the FaithFi app while you're there. Jump into our community and post a question or a comment or jump into our learn section with all of our content, articles, podcasts, and videos. The very best in Christian finance for you to grow in your stewardship journey. It's all on our website, faithfi.com. All right, let's head back to the phones. Tuscaloosa, Alabama, home of the Crimson Tide. Hey, Joe, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Thank you. I appreciate your ministry and you are a blessing. My question has to do with uh, retirement. My husband and I are, he's entering 65, um, almost 60, and we plan to retire this year. We do believe in that three-legged stool savings. We do have a guaranteed retirement benefit through our employment. Okay. Uh, And then um, he will start his Social Security, and of course I will, you know, when I'm eligible. I think my question related to the ministry and wanting to give back more, even sacrificially, is yeah. really more along the saving side of yes. how much is enough. And yes. something to keep in mind, my husband and I cannot get uh, life insurance due to our health issues, nor can okay. we get, um, you know, long-term um, ret- care and- uh, facility care, long-term care insurance. Yeah, yeah, okay. Very good, Joe. Well, man, y'all are doing so much right here. I mean, you're out of debt. You've got uh, Social Security. You've got your savings. You've got uh, your retirement benefit that's going to be coming your way. Uh, you're wanting to increase your giving uh, and and make sure that uh, you're doing what the Lord uh, has for you in that area and just trying to find God's heart in all of that to honor Him as a steward of His resources and yet be wise uh, 
in your journey as a steward, I think is a place that is really healthy because God can work on your heart. And, you know, when we give sacrificially, even in this season of life, it can, you know, when we stretch to give a little bit more, it can, you know, grow us spiritually. And then all of a sudden we're depending on God. And there's just a beautiful part of being invited into his story through our sacrificial giving. But uh, I think that's a good tension. And I think it's a good exercise to go through to say how much is enough and being able to, uh, you know, work into a way of calculating that makes a lot of sense. Um, so a couple of thoughts. I mean, the first step would be, you know, whatever the Lord leads you to do, I would follow him. Uh, that's number one, regardless of what rules of thumb say or, you know, benchmarks say with regard to how much you need saved for retirement. Number two is I think you guys could probably benefit from sitting with a godly financial planner, somebody who understands the heart of God and the idea of a financial finish line, but could also bring a more academic approach to helping you calculate that while also kind of reflecting your desire to do some sacrificial giving at the same time. And a certified kingdom advisor could, I think, do all of that and blend that together into some planning. And you could find a CKA on our website at faithfi.com there in in Alabama. Uh, I think beyond that, I would look at what your expenses you expect them to be. Um, so go ahead and, and calculate your retirement budget, keeping in mind most retirees live on somewhere between 70 and 80% of their pre-retirement income because they don't need life insurance anymore and they're no longer saving for retirement and they're driving less and they don't need the work, you know, clothing budget that they had. Maybe they're not eating out as much as they were when they were, you know, working, those kinds of things. Maybe the kids are off the payroll and they're out of debt. So, you know, all these things just bring our lifestyle spending down. Well, once you know what that number is, at least to the best that you can calculate it, then you can compare that against your known income sources, Social Security, for you and your husband once you start collecting it, uh, you know, whatever guaranteed uh, retirement income you're going to have. And then you can back into what is the gap, if any, exists. And then what assets would you need to be able to throw off that kind of income at a 4% withdrawal rate? I mean, that would be a typical way to look at how much we need for retirement and determine, you know, are we ahead on track or behind? But then over all of that is this overarching idea of, God, are you calling me to do something more radical than that? And, you know, I I remember a story of uh, Bill Bright, uh, the late Bill Bright, founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, now called Crew. And, you know, he and Vonette were compelled to give a whole retirement account away to build a school to teach, uh, you know, uh, English and to share Christ uh, in Russia. And, you know, that probably didn't make sense on paper. And yet, God led Bill and Vonette to do that. And I don't think they would have looked back for a second in that process. But that doesn't mean he's leading you to do that. And so I think you've got to be on your knees asking the Lord kind of where you go from here. But I've thrown a lot at you there. Give me your thoughts. I love the idea that you just mentioned. And we really do want to be able to give more to the kingdom. But it is scary to let that go when you don't know what that future looks like. I have calculated sure. everything out, you know, you know, after taxes, what our net will be, um, you know, in, in the next year and two years down the road. And I've, you know, calculated expenses. It looks good on paper. I think it's just that of savings, you know, when is it enough and when can we yeah. let go? And yeah. Th- yeah. that I think you're right. At the end of the day, it's what God's telling you to do. 
That's right. And realize that your financial journey is one of the ways that God shapes your spiritual journey. And, you know, you stretching yourself or you and your husband as a couple stretching yourselves to do more than you thought you could do, I think is one of the ways that God just increases our faith and trust in him. Having an advisor to journey along with you would be great. I think there'd be a, there's a ministry that I think would be a real blessing to you guys in this season as well. Uh, if you've never heard of it, it's called Generous Giving. You'll find it at generousgiving.org. They do some Something that uh, perhaps you could find where the next one's going to be, maybe close to you. It's called a, a journey of generosity. It's a 24-hour small group experience that really is just all about understanding the heart of God as it relates to our giving. But the key is you're surrounded by a community, a small community of people, and connecting, you know, even beyond that to a larger community of people who are just wrestling with these same things. Because you and your husband Joe will never give to your maximum potential unless you have a plan to do it unless you have relationships of people who are spurring you on, active givers with active vision, and you'll never be able to do it without a vision for your giving that's bigger than you all, where you look at the heart of God and what's on His heart through the Scriptures, and you align that with your passions, and you really begin to think about not the dollars and cents, but the where and the why of the giving and the the life change and the kingdom impact that's being made. And I think as you lean into that side of it, uh, the plan and the relationships and the vision, I think God will do something really special in your lives. Um, I'd like to send you a book that perhaps could encourage you in all of this. Uh, so you stay on the line. We'll get your information and uh, I'll send it to you. And maybe you and your husband can work through it together. But I hope this has been an encouragement to you, perhaps left you with something to think about. And we appreciate your call today. God bless you guys. Thanks for being along with us today. So thankful for Tahira, Jim, Amy, and Charles. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you for being here as well. Come back and join us again next time. I'll be here, and I hope you will be too, for the next edition of Faith and Finance. We'll see you. Faith and Finance is provided by FaithFi and listeners like you.